Welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast, a podcast all about inspiring and encouraging dads and anglers as we wade through fishing, parenting, and faith on the fly. Coming up on this episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast, we take the opportunity to highlight some of our recent fly fishing trips, including a recent float trip on the Tuckasegee River here in western North Carolina. And then we also take a minute to talk about one of my recent trips with both of my two boys, Reed and James, on a local river right here. Then in the second part of this episode, we dive into our 2022 wish list. Now let me tell you, this wish list is a lot different than your normal Christmas wish list. Why it is definitely all fly fishing things related. We tried to be intentional in this to make sure we left off all the normal items that you think of when it comes to fly fishing. We don't talk about rods and reels and boots and waders. But instead, we list some items that we've really fallen in love with that we think can make a difference for you as you prepare for the holiday season. So without further ado, let's dive into episode 65 of the Dads on the Fly podcast. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 65 of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I am Caleb Simmons alongside my brother, Joshua Simmons. Joshua, how are you tonight? Good, man. It's about time we uh, do one of these episodes. We have had some really amazing guests in the last, I guess, the last month, really. We haven't had a chance to just you and I sit down and do a little podcast uh, about kind of our recent adventures, and we also have a cool plan for um, tonight's episode. But before we dive into all that, man, I wanted to give a little recap. What can you say about our most recent kind of cool experience being on one of the coolest fly fishing podcasts out there? The Wet Fly Swing with Mr. Dave Stewart. Yeah, man, that was really neat. I was so grateful that Dave wanted to have us on his podcast. And uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen, go check out the Wet Fly Swing podcast with Dave Stewart. He does a phenomenal job. He's pushing out two episodes a week, interviewing some amazing guests, going into some deep dives about fly fishing, about all kinds of fishing, actually. Uh, Great stories and just doing a great job over there, even talking about how to get started in podcasting. So that was an awesome interview that we had with him, and I, I really appreciated him having us on. Yeah, he came up with some cool questions about how we started and the tech behind it some there at the end. And then he also did a cool segment where we got to talk about like our favorite music we listened to on the way to the river. It was an all-around cool episode that went a variety of different places, and so... I really appreciate Dave for having us on. Wanted to give him a big thank you and a big shout out before we get started into our episode today. Yeah, and I, one of the things I thought was really cool about that episode that we had with him, that if you've been listening to us for a while or maybe you're new to our podcast, you want to hear a little bit more about what we are and who we are and what we're about, go check that episode out that we had with uh, Dave over at the Wet Fly Swing. We'll, we'll tag it in our show notes here. Um, we would love for you to just learn a little bit more about Dazzle and Fly and what we're doing and why we're doing what we're doing. So, uh Yeah, man, a lot of fun. But as we transition now into today's episode and what you and I are going to talk about, we have had the opportunity here the last couple of weeks to really spend some time on the water. And uh, so because of the first time in like the last three months, it finally rained. Yeah, we finally got a little rain. Um, A little storm came through. It was uh, the remnants of a a hurricane that kind of hit our area for a little while on a Friday. Um, Actually canceled my trip to the coast. So we didn't go to the coast, which turned out to be probably a good plan because we were mainly supposed to fish on that Friday, and that Friday it was it was pretty nasty. Um, but it gave us enough rain for you and I to get out on the raft on that Saturday. And so after about a 
I guess you're right, three to four month hiatus, the uh, river rat made its first journey of the fall to uh, the famed Tuckasegee River over in uh, Jackson County. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time we've been on the rat since you started school. I mean, I hate to think that, but yeah, it seems like you might be right. And I think it's true because we haven't we've, we haven't been we've wade fished we a lot. Tri- yeah, we haven't mm-hmm. trout fished off the raft in a while. No, we've and just been after smallmouth in the summer. Yeah, you're right. So it's it's probably been a you're right. It's it's been a while, but we had had the new uh, the new trailer upgrade, and uh, that Dude, was a pretty how sweet was that? The, tra- the trailer <laughs> upgrade was solid. It, it just it, made things so much better. It made our life really easy. I think my favorite part of the trailer upgrade was uh, when we got home. Um, we turned onto my road. There's kind of a big bump in the middle of my road. Oh yeah, we and uh, we, we got some updates we got to make to the trailer. <laughs> so we t- we take a left on my road and hit the bump, and uh, the f- the spare tire of the trailer goes bouncing <laughs> bouncing down my road. Uh, it made it all the way from forty minute drive, but since yeah, we hit a bump on our road, it, just anybody from Canton listen to this. Sorry for the potholes. Yeah, so, so we uh, we're gonna. Do a little improvising on strapping down that spare tire. But uh, had a great float, man, on that Saturday. Yeah, Water was a little tinted, a little dirty, but we met up with some some friends of ours, uh, the head guide from Maggie Valley Fly Shop, Mr. Landon Henley. He had a boat full, and we kind of stayed right kind of with him all day long. Um, and about 45 minutes into our float, we had uh, a couple of fishing partners that we never had before. Yeah, that was pretty spectacular. Um, we, uh, we got a chance to, as soon as we got all really, yeah, uh, not long after we got in the put in, you looked up and were like, dude, what is that? A dog? And it was definitely not a dog. It was not a dog. It was, it was a bear cub and mama. Yeah. And mama was not small. Nah, she was a pretty good sized bear and she, uh, she wasn't real happy. We were on her river, but, uh, she kind of cut right in front of us. So it was really her fault. Yeah, she did. But the funny thing is, I think now looking back, like when we were doing it and it was all happening, I was like, oh, yeah, we're good. We're fine. But then I started talking to some folks afterwards. You know, I was telling them about the experience and some guys with a lot more experience with black bears than I am. And they were like, how close were you? I was like, well, when we passed by, we were probably 50 yards from oh, the I, bank. I thought it was 100, where, but maybe, yeah, okay. I mean, from the bank to where we were in the oh, middle of yeah, the river. Oh, yeah, good point. Probably about 50 yards. And she was gritting her teeth and grunting at us a little bit. And, uh, so, yeah, I think we probably were a little closer than we needed to be the black bear. But, I mean, what could we do? We were in the river. It so, got me uh, thinking, we, like, we what would happen if that bear would have come at us? Like, I, 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 <laughs> paddle, paddle faster, paddle faster. Well, what else or that, do? or, like, could you, I mean, could you, like, splash it away with an oar? I don't know. I'm not sure, like, I could throw it, pack a cracker. I'm not sure what it would like well, to. Well, I mean, I don't think it had anything to do with the her being hungry. I think it was all the fact that. She, she had a cub. To, she was protecting yeah. her baby. So, uh, but we were we kept our distance. Yes, and, uh, we and let her cross, and then we and a cool off experience. Right. I hadn't. I've fished and seen uh, elk when fishing up in the national park. I fished with. Uh, I've seen deer Saw on the side of the river. Year. We've seen otters beavers. floating down the river. Beavers. We've seen everything, but that was our first bear experience. Yeah, in the water. Now oh. we've seen them. We've seen them like driving to and from the river. But I don't know if I'd call it an encounter. We'll call it an experience. I don't know if I was close enough for it to be an encounter, but yeah, it was definitely an experience. Yeah. So, uh, did a full day float on that Saturday, caught um, some nice fish, and uh, it, was, it, was a little, it was a little crowded out there that day, a lot of people. First time we'd had some rain, so there were a lot of boats. I think every boat in western North Carolina was there because they wanted, it was the first time the tuck had had water in it. Hey, man, I mean, but how cool was it? We put our boat in, we ran into our good buddy, Doug. <laughs> he comes rolling up in his van, um, and it 
his he had two boats on the water on two trips that day we were just kind of hanging out those guys were you know taking clients were that was pretty cool to see them and just kind of meet people out there it's just like you said it's really cool to be a part of that community and it was yeah. really fun just even at put in for like just sitting there for like 45 minutes getting oh, everything rigged up it was pretty cool everybody was stoked like it, it was a neat experience you know we were all going out there fishing but everybody was pumped for each other because it was the first time being back on the river in a while it's like a bunch of skiers on when they get a yeah when fresh they get powder. A snow yeah 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 same thing yep yeah real similar so a fun float we uh i actually kind of took some more time behind the oars than normal let you fish more than normal because i really wanted to run that section and uh did a mostly good job only a couple of little slip-ups there but overall great I think you're having to learn a little bit about not over rowing. I yeah. think sometimes you try to row too much, and so you're having to learn, like, you know, sometimes one or two paddles is all it takes to get you going in the right direction. You don't have to keep going. But, yeah, uh, but you figured that out by the end of the day. But and in the you end. You had us in great shape. It was a full-day float. Um, everybody caught fish, and uh, we've already posted some stuff from that story and uh, that experience, so it was a good time. And uh, just, man, I can tell you, the thing that I kind of just left with was that whole next well, what was that last Saturday? Was it that was a week ago today, right? Yeah, yeah, that's all I've wanted to do this whole week. Yeah, no, we've uh, <laughs> we've looked at the weather every day this week. You keep there were two days above the forties, and I was like, that would have been perfect. Oh man, there was. I mean, yesterday would have been fantastic. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been awesome really nice day to be in the river for sure. Yeah, so that's kind of the kicker about doing this when you have so much fun on the raft. Um, and you know, guys, River at USA. That's who we went with for our raft. If um, if you're new to our podcast, there's a podcast way back when we first started about the raft almost a year ago now i guess yeah and uh we we just love that boat we've had the raft for a year now yeah we have we've had the raft well it'll be a year our first float was december like the 13th or something yeah but we've had we've had the raft for a year it has been put together in my garage a year ago year anniversary that's the raft well we should have we should have went fishing today for that anniversary yeah we could have talked to our wives celebrated over thanksgiving that would have been a good thing um so that was fun, and then today, you got to do a little fishing with your kids, man, so let's talk about that. Dude, this was so wild. Um, my wife's been out of town all day today, and uh, so it's just been me and the boys all day long, me and Reed, my six-year-old, and James, my four-year-old, and we were just hanging out and uh, doing some stuff around the house. It's been pretty cold, but they were, they were dying to get outside, but I was telling them, like, guys, it's, it's freezing out there, and the breeze has been blowing at the house a little bit. But then Reed kind of says, well, hey, Dad, what if we went fishing? And for some reason, when he said that, I guess it didn't worry me how cold it was anymore. It's amazing how that works. Um, it's like, hey, it's kind of cold. We can't play in the backyard. We want to go fish. Okay, let's go. We can go. Uh, <laughs> it's not cold there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's probably way colder up there. So you bundled them up? Oh, yeah. And, and so I took I, – I, I think I did some things right this fishing trip with the kids. So first of all, in learning from all the people that we've been talking to over the past – several months about taking your kids fishing this is the first time i've had the opportunity to take my boys just me and them in in a while probably and so uh so i got the chance to take them and i wanted to do it right and so i tried to prepare really really well so the first thing i did was go inside and pack some snacks man absolutely so we filled up on bags of goldfish crackers and then uh, we packed some bottles of water but then also, I went ahead and did everything before we got in the car to go to the river. So I rigged up my rod, rigged up, uh, got got the waders on, got the boots on and everything before we even left my house um, to go to the river. Because I knew as soon as we got there, they were going to want to hit the ground running. They weren't going to be wanting to wait on me to get rigged up, to take our time. They, were, they would get bored really easy. So we got there. 
uh, everything was rigged up, everything was ready to go, and I had a good talk with them on the way there. They're they're neither one old enough yet to cast on their own. Reed kind of, if we were at a pond or somewhere, definitely, um, but they don't have their own waders yet, and where we were going fishing up in the river, it's best if you're kind of in the water to make some of the cast to the other bank. Um, so I told them when we got in the car, I said, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to be a three-man team today, okay? So what's going to happen is you guys can hang out on the bank, you can play around on the rocks, you can look for stuff, you can hunt for bugs and things like that, but then when Daddy hooks a fish, he's going to call you. One of you is going to be the real man, and one of you is going to be the net man, because they, they love it when we say stuff like that, like calling it the, the man, the, the drink man, the food man, the whatever. So one of them was the real man, one of them was the net man, and we switched turns. So I would hook a fish, I'd uh, yell for him. one of them would come over and grab the rod and begin reeling it in, one of them would have the net, and uh, they netted fish, and we caught... We caught four fish in 45 minutes, and at the end of 45 minutes, James starts whining about being cold. Instead of trying to stay longer than we should have, we were done. We loaded up, but they had had a blast. They they would literally the, – the spot we were in couldn't be more perfect because it's a big, wide-open bank, um, tons of rocks, uh, tons of places for them to go explore. I mean, that was Reed's thing. Reed was like, Dad, we're going to go explore now. So they would go explore. They'd find sticks. They'd find – I mean, he was finding like colored sand that he thought was so cool. He I mean, it's a, it's a great things. time to do it because I know when I send when I go up there exploring this time of year is pretty safe because you don't have to worry about snakes being in those rocks. Absolutely, because it's too cold. So I'm a big fan of that. And it sounds like you you played it about perfect. Four fish, forty five minutes. You let the kids decide what to do. Everybody had a good time. They talked about fish were done. They got great pictures. Um, and uh, memories were made, and wow, it's like we've listened to what we've been learning from all the folks. Yeah, I mean, it was like actually applying what we've been learning to taking my kids fishing, and uh, it's it's worked really well. And today was a lot of fun. They've talked about it all day. Everybody they've seen, they've talked to. Hey, guess what we did today? We, we fish. went caught fishing. We went caught fish, and uh, we had a great time. They they hooked some nice fish, man. Oh my gosh, we hooked into a rainbow that was huge, and I didn't realize how big he was. Until after I had given the rod to Reed. And he. Oh, yeah, he broke. Yeah, oh, yeah. Reed, I was telling Reed, Rod, get it up, get it up, get it up. And then as soon and I told Reed, I said, Reed, okay, listen, if he if he takes off, you let go of the reel and just let him go. But, you know, I mean, that's hard for a six-year-old. It is hard. He was, he was just wanting to reel him in and kind of horsing him in a little bit too much. He snapped that tip it off real quick. But holy cow. Reed, Reed got to feel yeah. what it feels like to have a 20-incher plus on so maybe we all over next that was pretty neat yeah he was excited he was pretty thrilled about that well awesome man so those are kind of like our most recent updates from the water uh kind of update from just our little studio here we've we've made a little bit of an improvement down here we uh you know had been sitting on the couch doing a lot of these episodes and uh was fortunate enough to find a desk that my wife didn't want upstairs anymore excuse me so brought that down here to tie on and uh now the table i was tying on We've turned into the little uh, little podcast table. Yeah, for people that don't know, we used to record sitting on a couch and lounged back. And now we're sitting ever, up. Now we're now we're sitting up. We're like professional. Maybe we'll sound a little better. Who knows? Yep. We're, so uh, yeah, man, I, I'm loving this studio. I can't wait to. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hang out down here. We're gonna get some uh, yeah, some uh, some strobe lights. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're maybe gonna go uh, try to do the. We got a plan for maybe a cool YouTube episode coming up in the future. Um, but yeah, it's a cool spot. We can sit down here and talk. Uh, we got everything we need down here, record the podcast. And, uh, that's our update from what's going on. 
Love it, man. Well, well uh, before we go to our, you got, you got a break, right? Yeah. Yeah, before we go to the break, we got to give a big update about our retreat, man. Yeah. Dad's on the fly. Dad's on the fly. Father-son retreat. This is like the third or fourth episode now that we've been mentioned it. We keep saying we're going to put it on Instagram, but we haven't yet because... I don't think we need to. We are... We have two spots left, folks. So if you want to come... To as of right now. As of right now, we have two spots left. As of the recording of this, which may change because who knows who's going to send us an email or a DM anytime tonight. But as of this time on Saturday night, we have two spots left for the 2023 first ever father, son, dads on the fly retreat. Um, we are... First of all, I'm stoked. I, I'm, I'm pumped that it's already almost filled. I mean, I didn't, I had no idea what to expect if this was going to be yeah. something that people are interested in or not. And uh, it's filled up pretty quick without us, without us even really sharing it a whole lot, other than just on the podcast episodes. So. I've had some great conversations with some people who are excited to come. We have uh, a one local guest. Uh, we have some two in-state guests, and then right now two out-of-state guests. So um, that's going to be pretty cool. Um, we've reached people that are interested in what we're about. I think we've, we're going to do this right to where dads really get to experience some time on the water with their sons. Going to have some awesome fishing opportunities on that Saturday. And we're just really pumped about it. Folks, there's two spots left. If you are interested in the trip, the best thing to do is send us a DM on Instagram or send an email to thedads at dadsonthefly.com. And I will respond just about immediately, pretty much within an hour or two, to make sure that we uh, give you all the extra details about the trip to see if it works for you. We would love to have you, as I said, as we record right now, two spots left for the Dads on the Fly weekend right here in Western North Carolina at Lake Logan, right here on Canton. Um, can't tell you how excited I already make this happen. As soon as it fills up, then I can just go to town on trying to just get more cool stuff for these dads and uh, sons that are coming in. I had two people reach out to me this week. They're sending us some gear um, for for those people coming in. I mean, that's the cool thing. We got people sending us stuff like, hey, we can't come or we can't be there, but uh, we want to support your guests. We want to support your dads. So uh, they're sending goodies. They're sending flies. They're sending boxes. They're sending gear. I mean, these dads are going to walk away with a bunch of cool stuff too. So. Yeah, I'm not getting any <laughs> of it. It's pretty neat. Yeah, sure. I know, right? <laughs> um, so it's going to be fun. Uh, but I think we're going to take a break. And tonight, we have a plan for our episode. Yeah, so we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, you're going to hear all about the Dads on the Fly 2022 Christmas list. Christmas wish list? Christmas wish Called list. wish list. And uh, the, the thing about this wish list is it's going to be a little bit different than probably most wish lists that you're used to. So uh, hang on with us, and uh, we'll be right back after this short break. <laughs> Dads on the Fly is brought to you by Maggie Valley Fly Shop. Located in the heart of Maggie Valley, the shop offers guide trips and top-of-the-line gear and apparel for all your fly fishing needs. Yeah, Shannon and his crew over at the Maggie Valley Fly Shop just opened this October. They're already making a great impact here in western North Carolina. So if you're taking a trip to the Great Smoky Mountains or anywhere in western North Carolina, make sure to give them a shout for a guided trip or go see them for any of your fly fishing needs needs you can also check them out online at maggievalleyflyshop.com and we are back here at dad's on the fly with my brother caleb i'm joshua tonight and it's just me and caleb back to kind of like where we started just the two of us and caleb tonight we for this episode are going over 
a Christmas wish list for the dad or fly angler in your life. Yeah, and this wish list is a little bit different than probably most because we're going to stay away from the like big items that most people think of when it comes to fly fishing. Like we're not going to talk like boots, waders, rods, reels, things like that. We're going to talk about probably some more kind of niche items that we we seem to really like or that we have found and been like, "Man, that sounds interesting. We probably would want one of those." So, those are the items that we're going to start with. And uh we say we're going to divide this up into kind of maybe Small ticket items, mid-range items, and then kind of those big ticket items. Is that correct? Yeah, I think the first thing I wanted to start with uh, is stocking stuffers. All right, yeah, that's a good place to start. So I just wanted to start so, this yeah, so, show off so with stocking stuffers. So dads stuffers. that are listening to this, you know, clip, get get to this segment of the podcast and tell your wives, hey, go listen starting at whatever minute mark we're on right now. No, have them listen to the whole thing. It helps, <laughs> it helps our analytics if they get if we get more listens. So make them listen to the whole episode. But no, but, just kidding. But send them this episode. Send them say, this episode. Hey, here's some ideas for you. Send it to in-laws, grandmas, whoever Whoever, gets whoever you might be purchasing you anything for, for Christmas. This is what we're thinking for Dads on the Fly. Okay, my first it. stocking stuffer. Are you ready? Yeah. And I thought about this in terms of, and let's just say this out front. We've had a lot of people on the show. We've had a lot of people who maybe own businesses on the show, um, run stuff in the fly fishing industry, but no one has. We have no affiliation with this. Does that make sense? Like, yes, well, this is just are, me and you. We nobody is paying us or doing anything to promote these items. These are just items that we have either fallen in love with or that we have found very interesting. You're going to hear all kind of different name brands, probably, and all kinds of different things because we are not tied to any of these we're just promoting the things that that we like no here is my first one regardless if you are an experienced beginner intermediate any stage of your fly fishing career everyone in their stocking if you don't already have one should get an opro's third rod holder yeah those things are awesome uh, we even had the Opros guys on uh, a while back, and those things I, I can't go wade fishing without one now. I even like having it on the boat because I can stand and clip it to my waist. Yeah, and I can change my fly, and even when I had a fish, it kind of gives me somewhere to hold, pull my rod. When I'm, I just I forgot it the other day, un, unfortunately, and it just made my I was not happy. I need my Opros rod holder with me at all times and it's a very affordable item and you could fit right in the stocking or nice easy gift for the angler in your life absolutely that's a great item so uh my first stocking stuffer item is going to be a pair of wet wading socks uh these things have been awesome my wife has gotten me two pairs of these now uh, one of them is the sims guide wet wading socks these are not like the big guard socks that I'm talking about that are that are huge that bend back over your uh, boots and stuff like that. The rock guards that have the rock guards on them. Not speaking about those. These are just good uh, wet wading socks. They're great to wear when you wet wade, but they're also good to wear when I'm on the boat. They're good to wear anytime I am fly fishing, especially when it's not too cold outside. These things are great. But then another pair of socks that's really good is Rep Your Water has awesome... Uh, merino wool socks and those things are phenomenal for cold weather fishing i wear those every time i go to the water now especially this time of year uh my wife got me the ones that have the brown trout print on them they've got all kinds of different 
prints, but those things are amazing. They're very affordable, fit inside your stocking, and uh, I mean, they even are stocking, so there you go. Awesome. And uh, like I said, we're trying to do this not with the obvious items of like knit, rod, things like that. So, Ofrox rod holder and socks. Great place to start. My second item for stocking stuffer, and I guess I'll only give a couple, and that is... And I know this sounds, um, I know this sounds like maybe you probably already do this, but the angler in your life can never have too many fly boxes. That's a good call. And and I'm gonna go with the fly box that you're actually gonna have a little more detail on because you have one, and I've kind of been jealous of it the last couple of times we've been fishing, and that is the Umqua double sided fly box i don't know if that's the actual name i'm not looking at the product as we speak but it is a umqua fly box it has uh two it opens on both sides does that, does that make sense are you, you talking one? about the uh the green one that i have that you love so much that's like super organized all the time no that's a fish pond one yeah that one's no. a fish pond you're I like talking, that oh umqua, you're talking about the umqua dual double, side one dual side one yeah yeah, yeah 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 um that is a great fly box uh, i can't remember the exact name of it right now but you know if it's not an uncle one and you just have a a double-sided fly box to me is just a huge it's a huge win i personally am wanting a new fly box i have like four but i want another one to keep just on my now that i tie to keep just on my table so when i'm tying i can just kind of load that fly box does that make sense yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the one that I love so much is the one that I was talking about, the Fish Pond Pescador. It's the tacky fly box. That's probably my fl- favorite fly box I've ever owned just as far as durability, uh, the way it organizes flies. That is definitely my favorite fly box. A fly box is a great item for the fly fisherman in your life, for sure. Keep rolling. All right, my next uh, – stocking stuffer and you could totally call this stocking stuffer because it's extremely inexpensive but i want one of these for when i go wet wetting and that is a magnetic net release a magnetic net release and people make those all kind of different companies oh man orvis has them you can buy them off of amazon you can get cheap ones from cabela's from all kinds of places they're all basically the same thing you want one with a really good strong magnet on it uh, i had one at one time but then for some reason, I changed out the way I was holding my net, but now, and, and I've lost the magnet that I used to have, but now I'm dying for another one because I'm constantly dropping my net out of my I will, pack. I will add to that that if it was me, I would read some reviews before you buy, because oh, yeah. I did early on in my fly fishing career buy net release and the magnet, for lack of better words, just stunk yeah, yeah. and it did not hold well. And so it was always falling and coming off. Um, so do a little research if you're going to, you don't have one that you're kind of eyeing, do you, that we could just throw out? You said Orvis's. Yeah, um, Orvis makes it. I would trust Orvis's for sure. The one I got was not an Orvis one. And, um, so definitely would say that a magnetic release is a go-to. All right, what's next? We staying on, uh, stocking stuffers. The crazy thing is all of the things that I've listed for this could probably all fit in a stocking. (laughs) Well, yeah, for sure. Um, there, there's a lot of stocking stuffers in there. Is it back to me? Cause you said net release. Yeah, it's all you. Well, I, I'm going to go with, we were trying to do wish list things that I could speak of from experience, but this is something that I actually would like to have. And it is something I've found, um, some fly tires that I follow have been using and it is the hairline. It, it's like a pad that you put under your vice or right beside your vice. 
and it's kind of like it's like foam material and just gives you a good surface to tie on and kind of you know how hooks sometimes bounce and they fly away or they beads and it kind of just gives you a little base for that and so that's actually something i'm looking at yeah it's the uh hairline mega silicone tying pad there you go silicone uh, tying there you pad. Go. i just looked it up for you um yeah it's to help it's made out of silicone helps you keep your hooks and beads from rolling away from sliding away which if you like your vacuum cleaner you want to probably make sure that happens because uh, the worst thing ever is for a hook to get caught up in a vacuum I know from personal experience. And uh, so, yeah, that's a really good, really good list. I haven't thought about that. I might. My wife's been asking me for a lot of ideas here lately. There you go. That could probably be a good one. And, and while we're on fly tying, let's just stay with fly tying just for a minute. So yeah, I was going to mention. Okay. That, that was my next item. Well, I got, while we're talking about just clean up around your vice, I think I would like to mention something you have that your wife has gotten you that's kind of out there that maybe most people don't have. And it is that little silicone it's almost like a clip-on. Yeah, I've got to look it up. It's a, it's a trash uh, can. Because she ordered it. But it slides on your know. table. Yeah, it's And sweet. you can just so like sweep a, everything. Yeah, if you've got a, uh, if you're fly tying bench or table or whatever you um, tie at has a drawer that opens up. She found this trash. Here it is. It's called the, uh, it's on Amazon. It's called the Nime Small Hanging Folding Trash Can. It's a collapsible trash can for your kitchen cabinet door, but it's perfect for fly tying. There you go, folks. It fits right under that center drawer, hangs right in, and uh, when I am done, it's literally just like grab everything and whoop, scoop sweep it, forward, it right sweep in. it right in. Yeah, that thing's not, and it's collapsible, so it folds in really tight when you're tying, but then when you're ready to pull everything in you pop that yeah that's what i love about it uh, it's really cool yeah it is a really cool really cool item sticking with fly tying another great item for anyone who is a fly tire in your family are some really good tying scissors and uh we we would recommend uh a company that we've been going with for a while now the anadromous fly company you can check them out at aflyco.com you can use the coupon now these guys are helping us out but we love their scissors either way so um but uh they have a coupon code dads 20 at checkout they're actually helping off they're actually helping our listeners out yeah yeah Um, they're just helping our listeners out they're giving our listeners uh dads 20 20 off their order and uh not only do they have awesome scissors which is kind of i think the best but they have tools um they got some great bobbins that i now use that that are really good and just a lot of great stuff that herb can uh take care of you if you see anything you like yeah their scissors are great my, my favorite pair of scissors that i own from them that i've really started using are the uh spring scissors the little curved spring scissors they're really good when i'm tying uh dry flies or any kind of really small fly they just make things so much easier for me so yeah check them out aflyco.com use the coupon code dads20 at checkout for 20 percent off your order from them what you got next josh well i, I think i just want to stop here for a second to say it the reason i tried to pick some of these things i did is because it can be really overwhelming when you go on a website to shop for fly tying anything or fly oh, yeah. fishing anything i mean there's 20 different nets to choose from or there's 50 different rod companies or you know 40 different different kinds of there's just all this different stuff right and i just felt like these items that we did for stocking stuffers were simple they're easy to find um we'll try to put links in the show notes 
for for most of them, and uh, maybe not most of them. That's a bad. You have to do that. So maybe not. Say you have to find all the links and send them to me. I'll just (laughs) we'll try to post this week on our Instagram some of the things that we have. That's a good idea. Um, to use and uh, that was kind of the stocking stuffer. So I want to switch to like a mid range type gift if you want to spend a little more most of my stocking stuffers were under thirty dollars yeah um maybe the fly box was right at thirty dollars maybe a little bit more but for the most part they were over under thirty dollars and so i wanted to switch it up just a little bit and say if you wanted to splurge a little bit more on your significant other um dad in your life whatever that you might need to get them a fly fishing gift and i was going to go with just a few apparel items okay yeah because if anything is more overwhelming, apparel to me, it when I first started fly fishing, it was like Sims, Orvis, uh, Fish. I mean, no, Fish Pond doesn't do apparel. What? Um, what are my, my other brands? I'm missing. There, Rep Your Water, like all these different. Rep Your Water, Aftco, like yeah, all these different things. Yeah, they're just everywhere. But I have settled pretty much on American Fishing Tackle Company, AFT Co. and that is where my wife goes to now for pretty much all of my fishing apparel. And I'll just say one item that I am thinking about being cold that I just can't get enough of. And I took this out to Wyoming and fished in it. And that is the, you're pulling it up right there. I think it's called the Reaper, the Reaper sweatshirt. sweatshirt. And the Reaper sweatshirt That's actually on my wish list. is I have a, a solid gray one. It is so warm. It is not waterproof, but it is water. Like it'll Water will beat up and bounce off of. You could put a raincoat over it, but the pockets are big. It's built with in with like a neck gaiter that yep. comes up and lets you breathe out of. It's got a hood. It's just very comfortable. You can wear it. It's not uncomfortable to wear like on the ride to the water. And I just can't say enough about all of their products. But that one right there is my go-to winter when it's and I'm talking about cold, like forty and below. Yeah, sweatshirt to wear on the water. That's a good one, man. Uh, Did I take your item? Well, you took that one's definitely on my wish list. The the that's actually something I've sent. My wife was asking me for stuff to send to her family and stuff who buys me things for Christmas, and yeah, I sent them that exact sweatshirt, the Reaper sweatshirt from from AFTCO. So yeah, um, that's a good one. The only other thing I would add to apparel, um, like you were saying, apparel is hard to. No, because it can be a little overwhelming from all the different companies that exist, from Orvis to, you know, uh, Field and Stream to all the different companies that are out there. Um, my thing is, you know, people find products that they like, and then they stick usually with that company, kind of like what you've done with AFTCO. Yep. Um, you know, I, I love a lot of Sim stuff, uh, but but I don't I don't have a lot of other things as well, so. I'm pretty pretty open. One thing I do want this year that I don't have right now is just a really good merino wool base layer for okay. when we go fishing, um, especially in the cold weather in this time of year. I think that's just important to have. Merino wool is just really good. It's it's the type of material that, that dries really quick or it pulls moisture away from your body. So if it were to get a little bit damp, um, it, it won't freeze you to death. Uh, so that's something I really want this year as well. Another apparel item that I would point people to that is just amazing. Now, it, it's a little bit on the, I guess you would call it the pricier range, is um, the sun shirts and the sun hoodies from Freefly. 
Yeah, free fly with free good fly. stuff. Yeah, free fly apparel. Uh, they make all of their stuff out of bamboo. It is some of the most lightweight, comfortable yeah, I don't material even, that I've ever worn. My that, wife's got me a couple of hats of theirs, and then uh, that doesn't even make sense also, to me. Like, she's also got me a hoodie that I look for when it's cold outside. No, but like, like a sun you, hoodie. How do you make a shirt out of bamboo? I mean, I, that I, sounds I really. I don't awesome. know how you make a shirt out of cotton. So I mean, like, it's pretty impressive. Like, I mean, so, yeah. it's a very comfortable shirt. Yeah, it's extremely comfortable. Their apparel is just. Really great. They're based out of Charleston, South Carolina, kind of a small business deal. So uh, those guys are doing an awesome job down there. Um, one other thing that I usually always get, uh, and my son sends to steal them, and that is I have not found a more comfortable toboggan than the Rip Your Water toboggans. There you go. And they yeah, are they're all kinds of different. They used to come out with a different style for every year. I think they got a new style this year. You can get brown trout, brook trout, rainbow trout. They're, they're out there. And uh, want to throw that out there, and, and it, just to be honest, a couple of these items—the the Umqua fly boxes, the Rep Your Water um, toboggans—are uh, available at Maggie Valley Fly Shop right there in Maggie Valley. He, uh, our buddy Shannon is carrying some of that stuff, so a couple of those items um, are available. If you're local, you can swing in there and get them or buy them online. Absolutely. What's your next item? So let's get away. Let's get away from apparel. All right. Well, I'm just going big ticket for. I got two oh, big tickets. You're skipping the big ticket. Already. Well, I don't have any more mid. Oh, dude, I got all kinds. That, that's I'm you can tell who the person that <laughs> likes to spend money is, and the person that never spends money is. Well, I haven't spent any of this money lately. Like, I just have two things. Or that already has plans for their money before they even get it. Yeah, so, that's me. Uh, yeah, that's why you're not in charge of you our got finances any more anymore. Mid items. Uh, I've got several. Um, one thing is uh, the rig strip magnetic sun strip. Um, we have one of those now. It's really great for when you take your rods to the river and you don't want to knock them over when you're getting geared up. Um, and then the other thing I would mention that, that I've, I used it today because, uh, with my wife being gone today, she took the truck and I drove the, did I drove the minivan to the river today? <laughs> did you get some pictures of that? I you did didn't. not, but I rolled up, I rolled up in the minivan at the river and I know the guy when I rolled up was like, what the heck, who is this? That's yeah, classic. Yeah. I rolled up in the minivan to the river, but the reason I'm saying that is because I took my, uh, Sims taco bag, which is a really great item. If you are a fly fisherman and you don't have a truck with a truck bed, but you want to make sure when you get out of the water that you don't get the back of your vehicle filthy, uh, the Sims taco bag is a great investment for when you get out of the water lay the bag flat take your boots off take your waders off right on the bag step off get your boots back on zip everything up throw in the back of your uh, vehicle and that keeps all the mud and all the gunk from building up in the back of your car yeah there are a couple of um other brands that have a similar product to that but i went with the sims bag as well that's the one that i have uh it just holds it'll hold my sons and my boots and our waders if you kind of roll them up and then when you get home, you can can lay them out and uh, let them dry. So I'm a big. That was a good gift, man. Yeah, man. And then one last gift for the reader in your life who's a fly fisherman. Okay. We cannot recommend any more uh, the author that we had on our podcast, Mr. David Coggins, uh, the writer of The Optimist: The Case for the Fly Fishing Life. Now available in paperback. A, yeah, it's in paperback now. If you've got a fly fisherman in your in your life who has not read that book yet and they like to read, buy them that book i could not recommend it anymore oh yeah i think it's a great book and if you're a fly tire you could you need to check out tim camisa who we just had on recently his book fly tying for everyone tim's just a great guy in general and if you missed that interview go back and check it out the guy's just all about keeping fly fishing and fly tying fun and that comes across in his book as he's teaching about these new 
more modern patterns um, and really showing you that anybody can do this. If you are fly tying or if you're interested in getting into fly tying, I highly recommend you getting that book. All right, here we go. I got two big ticket items. Let's do it. And then I was going to um, talk about one thing. Don't let me forget one thing at the end for okay. our folks who are listening who might want to get their wives something to try to hey, slide them into the fly like fishing it. world, like right? It. If they're not already in into the fly fishing world. That's so good. my my two big ticket items are, number one, I think a great Christmas gift is a vice if you're not yeah. right time. Because for most of us, it's going to be cold. We're maybe not as fishing as much in the winter as we are in the spring, fall, and summer. So... Get the angler in your life a vice. Get dad a vice. And we already talked about some tools that can get him started. Got him a book he could start tying with and, and bam. And for me, I went with the um the peak, the peak vice. They're like entry level vice. You have the I have the um Renzetti, right? I have the Renzetti. Renzetti. Yep. Both great vices. Both awesome starter vices that you don't have to necessarily. It's a big ticket item for me because it, well, it was more are, than a hundred bucks. Yeah, but. they're over a hundred bucks, and uh, but my thing is they they make a lot of cheaper vices out there. I would, if you can, if you're able to, I would go ahead and bite the bullet and get a better vice. I mean, you're, my vice is like appreciate a, it more. You're gonna have if you get those cheaper ones. You're like the no offense to Cabela's and like Sports Warehouse and all that, but the little uh, clip on. Vices? Well, they're the little vices that come in like the little fly tying kits and everything. They're yeah. just you're gonna find you if you're getting into it, you're gonna try one of those and you're gonna get frustrated really quick because they just don't work as well. You're gonna have hooks slipping out of stuff. You're gonna be cranking down, trying to tie in some deer hair or something, and the hook's gonna slip out of the vice. You're gonna get frustrated. You're gonna oh, be if mad you're brand new to tying, gonna, I would not start with deer hair, yeah, but you know, well, maybe. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it's just gonna be one of those things where it's gonna be more of a frustration. And then if you really like it, six months from now, you're gonna have to buy one anyway because you're gonna want the the better one. So uh, I've been, I would just go ahead and my thing is if you get it and you find out you hate fly tying, those things you could resell them really quickly. Yeah, I've just been super pumped with mine. Uh, uh, very happy yeah, your with vice it. Is great. And I love I could, my Renzetti. And you're into and it's something that. If I ever wanted to upgrade to something really expensive, I could. Yeah. But I could also tie on this vice for Forever. my entire career. Yeah. And there are guys who tie on these vices for their entire career. Yeah, there's so, professionals that tie on peak and Renzetti vices. Exactly. So just saying, that's one of my big ticket items. I think it's a great time to get it for a Christmas present. Maybe you got time over the holidays to sit around, try something new, get them a couple spools of thread, some hooks, and they can they can go to town and tie midges if nothing else, right? <laughs> there learn you go, learn yeah. how to tie some midges or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Um, you want me to go with my kind of big ticket item? Your big ticket item. Although I hope it's not going to run up against yours. We didn't. Share no, no, we, that was kind of cool about it. I don't think it will. If you are shopping for someone in the fly fishing world, the best thing I think you can give them is a trip to go chase something they've never chased before. Now that's an extremely high big ticket item, and I get that. It could be higher depending on, depending where, you're, on where you're going. <laughs> I was not my gift doing. though. Yeah, but uh, depending on what you're doing, depending on where you're going. Um, I mean, I'll go ahead and talk about this. My wife and I, we've decided this year we're not doing Christmas for each other. Instead, we're going to do a trip for each other. And uh, we're going to buy ourselves a trip somewhere and uh, go somewhere. And we've already talked about the fact that she said she wants to make sure wherever we decide to go, there's fly fishing there. Available. um, Yeah, there's fly fishing close by. And and as we've done this podcast, I've realized that that is pretty much anywhere. Because yeah. there are fish to chase no matter Anywhere where. Anywhere we go. Um, 
I would just like to echo on that trip idea as the dad's on the fly trip planner. If if you need any help with that, um, just uh, shoot me a DM or or an email because if you would like to plan your husband or a dad or i, I would find Josh no better was, joy you know those people that like plan your disney trip for you i feel like you Dude, do that for fly fishing now <laughs> i could see that i mean right what is it called like yeah uh, those disney trip planners like people people make money doing this they buy your tickets for you yeah, they get all would, your passes to the certain things you i would do. be all over that you could totally do but, that. you could find the guides you could i mean there's the, some great services out there that but in the last year that. i can pretty much connect you with anybody with that we've met people, from yeah. the podcast and people who reach out that guide in different areas I mean, of all the over country. the Western Hemisphere. We haven't yeah. made it to the Eastern Hemisphere uh, yet, but... I got Costa Rica knocked out. And, That's the Western uh, yeah, Hemisphere. I know. So, <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying like... <laughs> yeah. Don't you teach geography? No, I do it was the Western <laughs> Hemisphere, but I'm just thinking like... I even have other spots for sure um, yeah, of people that we've kind of met through this and uh, would love to... Nah, that would be like a Christmas present to me, folks. You just <laughs> give me that opportunity. I would, I could plan that for you. Um, so let my life, let him live vicariously through your trip. Yeah, my last big ticket item. So I went with Vice, and then my my other big ticket item that I wanted to throw out there was I think that we gotta do this as dads on the fly a chance for you know for you to be with your kids, right? So an, so an item that. Buy, buy them a spot on the dads on the fly father well, son retreat. Th- that would be a really cool thing to give them for Christmas for sure. But and if, uh, you, and if you don't get on the spring one, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the, because the, the fall, fall one might coming. happen. Yeah. But I was just thinking, what is something that both dad and so this is maybe a gift for the kid in your life, but I can't say enough about the fact that Foster has really loved his waiters. Okay. Yeah. And I know we said we weren't going to do like traditional. Everybody needs, well, but, but kids waiters kids are harder to find. Yeah, and it took me some research to find, and I ended up going with the the Reddington waiters because they were a little more budget friendly. But it has made him, I don't know, just really enjoy being out in the water more. I think sometimes when you're a little kid, you don't he doesn't feel like you fit in yet and everything. But now he feels like I'm actually doing. Well, this. he's also I got the like, waiters. I got the gear. Gets colder easier, you yeah. know, even yeah. in the summer. And so I don't know. It's just something that's kind of worked, and I would say. It's kind of cool. We kind of have matching waiters, so it's it's kind of cool. That's really neat, man. That's really good. Well, this has been it. I mean, this is this. That's all my items. I don't I don't have anything else. Well, the only thing I have left to say is I wanted to give a, a shout out to to our good friend at uh, at Maggie Valley Fly Shop, Shannon. His wife has come up with an apparel line, uh, Dry Fly Girl, and. Yeah, so dads, if you've that, got that's the, what the wife in your life that's interested, go check them out. Uh, Dry Fly Girl, um, you can find them. MaggieValleyFlyShop.com will have all that. And uh, you can follow her on Instagram. I think it's just yeah. at Dry, dry Fly, fly Girl. girl. And, and get her a little shirt. You know, she's Dry Fly Girl and get her out on the water. And that, that might be the start to her uh, fly fishing adventures with you. I love it. But yeah, man, what a cool episode. Um, hope it wasn't, I hope we didn't go, I hope we didn't bore people too much with this one. I mean, if they if they like fly fishing, probably not. Because they're probably all thinking think, about the I things we they did want. A, I thought we did a pretty good job of some stuff that is not traditional gear yeah and so what we'd love to do now is ask all of y'all listening what are some things that we missed what are some things that we haven't mentioned that maybe we're missing out on some items that that you can't live without on the water but that's not necessarily you know the the mainstream items like rod reel hat you know sunglasses things like that the, the main things 
What are some things that you cannot do without on the water now that we need to add to our wish list? So hit us up. Uh, you can shoot us an email at thedads at dadsonthefly.com or shoot us a message at dads on the fly on Instagram or Facebook. We would love, as always, to hear from you all. And I will say, once you become an angler, a fly fisherman, you never, I can remember having Christmases before I fished. Hey, what do you want for Christmas? And I didn't know. Yeah. It's never a problem anymore. <laughs> like I could, it's so easy for me to send. Yeah. There's just so many things from, as your wife always loves to say, accessories. So oh, so many accessories. I mean, there's some All boat the accessories. accessories we want. There's some yeah. uh, gear accessories. There's just so much. And then you try something and you don't like it and you get something new. So, uh, there's a reason to be a fly fisherman right there. You, you, <laughs> Absolutely. There's plenty of gear out there for you. So folks, don't forget about the retreat. Hit us up if you would like to uh, come to the retreat. And if you would like to, as Caleb said, we had some people who, hey, I can't come to the retreat this year. Or, hey, I, um, my kids are not young anymore. I know this retreat's for, for kids between like ages 8 and 14. But I would like to send you some stuff or I would like to be a part of the trip in some way to support those dads that weekend. Um, please feel free to reach out and help us in that way if you would like yeah, and there's more stuff coming. So if you don't fit this retreat yet, like you don't have a son age 8 to 14, but you're still interested because you're a dad on the fly or you have a father that's gotten you into fly fishing, we have more things coming in the next year, uh, more tied with some experiences as we really just try to be intentional about allowing dads time to be intentional with their sons. 2023 is going to be a big year. This will drop on Monday before Thanksgiving. So I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Hope everybody gets some great time with their family as dads and we will see you in a couple of weeks or in a week or so yeah and uh so thanks for checking out this episode of the dads on the fly podcast and until next time tight lines thank you for listening to this episode of the dads on the fly podcast we hope this episode has inspired and encouraged you as a parent or an angler as we wade through faith family and fishing all on the fly make sure to check us out at dads on the or find us on facebook and instagram at dads on the fly shoot us a message as we always love hearing from you all if you'd like to check out any dads on the fly merchandise you can find it there as well and as always if you can leave us a rating or review and share this podcast with a friend until next time tight lines Thank you.